Next year, 22, I can tell you, we have four movies in the DC Comics area that we're super excited about. We have Batman, Flash, Aquaman, Black Adam, and you can imagine we're going to get behind this with tremendous energy and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. How did SpongeBob find his way onto the NFL field? Why is Lego taking the fashion world by storm? Where did all that Baby Yoda merch come from? And why are people going crazy for Captain America pajamas? We explore what makes certain consumer products stand out above the rest thanks to a little thing called brand licensing. Welcome to the Licensing Mixtape, a podcast from License Global. Welcome to the Licensing Mixtape podcast. I am Ben Roberts, Senior Content Editor for License Global, and I'm excited today to introduce Max Rangel, Global President and CEO of Spinmaster. And today we're going to be talking about the story of one of the biggest and most impactful kids companies in the world. Uh, Max, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Ben. Thanks for asking. I hope you're doing well as well. Are you are you staying safe and, and healthy? <laughs> certainly trying. I think 18 months of doing this, I think it's become second nature now. I understand that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, let's focus um, on Spinmaster. Let's talk about the story of Spinmaster. Uh, where did the brand come from and how did you evolve into a Toyco unlike any other? Yeah, so um, so basically we're talking about three friends uh, from university that got together uh, had a vision for for basically bringing a product to life, uh, and and so that's basically the the beginnings of what has become what we all know today to be a you know multi creative center uh, children's entertainment company, and and these these three founders basically uh, have accomplished something that very few people would have accomplished, uh, which is to create a multi billion dollar company, and and when these when they first got together and had an idea. I would tell you that there's one thing that is still today very true to the beginning, and that is that these are three insatiable characters with amazing passion and just a drive and desire to create unique, uh, you know, unique properties and unique ideas and unique entertainment, you know, uh, basically experiences for children. And, and from what that initial idea was many, many years ago, we're now evolved to basically being over 28 countries. Uh, products distributed in over a hundred countries and delighting children with, you know, characters and storytelling and physical toys, and even now digital gaming in metaverses. So it's an incredible story, uh, basically founded and, 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 and still rooted in those early, early day beliefs. You have these three insatiable owners and founders with a vision, but as you say, it's a multi-billion dollar company and you have divisions and arms everywhere, you license, you are in the homes of millions. Um, what attracted you to join Spinmaster? You know, first and foremost, obviously meeting them, understanding the remarkable purpose they were after, which is obviously to create these magical play experiences for children and families around the world. Uh, the sincerity then of their purpose in how they curate the content uh, and stay true to being a children's entertainment company and basically delivering this magic of play. They're so strict about it. Uh, and I'm so delighted because as a parent, you know, you want to make sure you have that, you know, to offer your children. And they, they to today, uh, believe and actually deliver that day in, day out. Um, and then obviously the vision over time evolved, right? And so now we have a very nice long-term long strategy of delivering through three creative centers, 
uh, that are thriving uh, to basically, you know, live the, the purpose that they actually brought to the table. Uh, I, as you may, may know, come from uh, basically very large multinational companies that had very uh, established uh, matrices to deliver great, great products to, you know, millions of people across the world. And so the combination, the combination of my experiences across the globe and their vision to me, we're a match made in heaven. And I just wanted to take this vision to as many places as I possibly could with my experiences and their desires. Well, I mean, this is what I find so interesting about this conversation, because like we say, we have this, this giant company and, you know, I think you've had a bit of a settling in period now. I mean, what can you tell us about like your top priorities? I mean, how fun is it to work with this level of brand with so many interesting IPs? The, the first thing I would tell you is that one of the things I need to do and I love to do every day is to remind myself that this is a founder-led company and no matter how big we get, we still have to be founder-led in our behaviors. Uh, we can't forget that because in the end, we have to be agile. The world in the last 18 months, as you were alluding to, has changed so drastically. And even in the last three months, Ben, uh, with everything that you read about, you know, obviously all the Asia shipping issues, the world changed dramatically from quarter one to quarter two. So to be agile in this, you know, founder-led group that operates, you know, as we were a startup, yet we're multi-billion dollars is what I basically stay focused on uh, every day. We can't lose that culture. That's number one. But number two, as things have changed so much, you know, we have to stay very, very on top of the consumer. And for me, consumer centricity is everything. I think right now we're at the epicenter of so many behavioral changes by virtue of what we're exposed to every day, that we're trying to now weave that into everything we do from content creation to toy creation to digital gaming creation, right? I mean, parents at home with basically virtual lives and hybrid work uh, arrangements that have kids at home and, and basically getting into the edutainment space has been a priority for us. So we, we, we are basically, you know, making that a significant part of what we need to stay focused on. And then third, digitizing the company. So, I th you know, in our, in our hearts of hearts, we basically began many years ago by bringing physical toys to physical retailers. But over time, we actually have evolved very nicely to be obviously in, in uh, entertainment with content and content distributed through great partnerships. But more recently, we actually have created our own spin central channels and actually are trying to basically get our IP delivered to eyeballs through our own means. So we continue to basically evolve digitally. That's another focus area for us. And then last but not least is the organizational capacity to basically take this whole vision and mission and bring it to life. And so, as you know, we're in this amazing evolution of, of capabilities that we just have to keep up with. So I would tell you, those are you know, the top priorities for me. And let me not just undermine one, one thing, which is we are at the end of the day, a very innovative company. And so innovation is in our lifeblood. And to me, continuing to nurture innovation in our company is very, very important. Uh, ben, as we actually have transitioned, right, with me coming into the company, our founders have taken on this incredible role to basically be very still involved in the company through uh, acquisitions. And so they're basically out there hunting and bringing new ideas to the company for us to continue to evolve. And so, you know, they're very involved in that. I stay involved with the other priorities I just mentioned to you. And so far, so good.
Well, I think you're 100% right on a number of points here. Evolution and innovation are completely necessary in order to stay on track in a world which has completely gone topsy-turvy. However, you know, more kids are watching TV, more parents are watching TV with kids. And on a consumer level, all the way up to CEO level, the world has changed. So it seems like you have, as you say, all of these matrices that are completely 100% on track to change with the world. I mean, let's kind of keep focus on Spin Master for a second. I mean, how is this a brand which is completely different and how is it different, differentiated itself so far from the last 18 months? You know, I mean, how has it stood out through all of the events that have happened? I would tell you that, you know, we have stayed true to our core of basically bringing great storytelling in character development. Um, there are two or three examples of how that evolved. And for us, you know, I'll just give you one or two of them. Uh, let's start with Paw Patrol, which is a very, you know, important property in our, in our portfolio and one that has been incredibly successful, still the number one uh, preschool property by leaps and bounds and one that we continue to evolve. And we actually have content drops on that, on that brand uh, through our basically linear um, channels, but we also have adjusted and have now content distribution through other means as well. So this is one thing. And we're incredibly excited about our first ever feature film, which is Paw Patrol, the movie, which is coming soon. Uh, it's actually beginning to air in the US uh, on the 20th of August and also streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So this is one example of in the last 18 months, you know, our brand in Paw Patrol evolving with times, evolving with content distribution. As you know, and I don't have to tell you, the fragmentation in distribution has become such a, you know, an important you know, reality that we have had to adjust to do that. And not just in the US and in, in, and in the Americas, but globally. And so we actually, in our, in our evolution of that, have basically leaned on values and principles that made this company great. For example, great partnerships. And so we have great partnerships abroad that actually have made the show uh, come to life very nicely. And, and Ben, you know, we think about Paw Patrol in, uh, in America, but Paw Patrol is amazingly successful across the world, including where you are, and including, I have to tell you, even more developed from a share of market in countries outside the US than in the US itself. But this is just one example. Another, another example of adjusting to, to, to times in the last 18 months has been another uh, you know, basically important property for our portfolio, and that is Bakugan. And, Bakugan is basically one of our, you know, very signature properties that uh, made the company what it is today. But in the last 18 months, it's continued to evolve. And most recently, we actually have had great, great interaction of that brand with children who are basically participating with that brand on Roblox like we had not done before. So we've brought that brand to, to, to Roblox and concurrently with the Netflix content drop have basically get kids to interact with the brand and basically establish this community uh, of basically folks who are interacting with each other and using the content to advance their relationships and, and socialization these days is so different. And we actually had to adjust to what we would have normally have done, which is to drop the content and then bring the toy. And with kids not being able to socialize physically, we've basically resorted to this and the brand has been growing over 50% every week since the content drop and that basically was at the end of quarter two we have a new content drop uh, and we're going to basically feature the new series on roblox and premiere that before it actually airs 
on Netflix, and that's a new one uh, for us and for for our properties. So uh, this is another important uh, you know element of what we've done. And then third, you know, I would tell you that we actually have, uh, as we actually work with our digital gaming group in Stockholm, you know, we've been able to very importantly curate content for our Toka Live World property that just in the last year, Ben, has tripled its number of monthly active users. And we're now over 15 million monthly active users in that property. And these are children who basically are creating with tools content that they can then share through TikTok. And right now that property is so successful. Uh, it is an anchor for our strategy. And it's basically something that is delighting children, not just in developed countries, but everywhere. At the beginning, it was mostly a phenomenon here in the US and in some countries in Europe, including the UK. I'm happy to tell you nowadays, this property is on fire everywhere from Russia to Brazil, to basically Southeast Asia to South America beyond Brazil and is absolutely growing day on day. I mean, it's all down to that innovation that we did, we discussed about earlier. I mean, now I'm so glad you brought it up because there is no way we could have this conversation without talking about Paw Patrol. It's an absolute global phenomenon and has been for a while now. So obviously it's it's grown, it's become um, something of a licensing machine as well. It's It's in every retailer, especially over here, like you say, it's got a global appeal. How is the movie going to change um, the way kids engage with that property? Because it's been a phenomenally successful animated series, and I'm sure it's had lots of shorts on YouTube and lots of social connection as well. But this is this is a game changer, essentially. It truly is, right? I think it's a, it's about bringing that magical moment for both for both parents and kids to be able to experience this adventure in what it is now a big screen, uh, or for those who can't go to theaters yet to basically experience still that adventure over a longer feature uh, time. And obviously, you know, we are bringing tremendous storytelling with this movie, huge emotional impact, which, which hopefully you'll get to see it very soon. And, and the adventures that we're actually bringing to life through the, uh, through, the, through the storytelling are still true to what the brand is, yet basically take those, the relationships and deepen those relationships with our fan base. And so I think you're going to see an, uh, basically a deepening of the relationship of the, the current users and fans of the, of the franchise. However, what I think it does as well is it extends the viewership and the reach of fans beyond what we currently have today through our current content distribution network. And so I think we're super excited about that. Not only is it uh, an extension of our current distribution uh, of the franchise, but it also, besides um, the film, you know, we, as you mentioned, are going to extend it through our licensing opportunities. And so in partnership with Viacom, we have over 200 consumer goods partners leveraging the franchise uh, basically as the movie kicks off. And I have to tell you, it is going to be in a number of different spaces. Spaces close to us, you know, like, for example, Crayola in the Arts and Craft, or even Mattel in Megablocks and Uno, or VTech in Electronic uh, Learning Toys, or Build-A-Bear when it comes to Plush. So we're actually, you know, it's going to be very ubiquitous. And then beyond that, you're going to be able to have it through Kellogg's or Campbell's or Danone, or even Random House publishing books. So you're going to basically be able to experience this franchise like we have not been experienced that you know before. So I think this is going to be an important milestone for the brand. 
And one that we were taking very seriously, the, the film quality is extraordinary. We're getting great reviews and uh, we can't wait for you to see it. Well, I'm 100% I'll be there. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, you've kind of covered the fact that it will change up your licensing approach and it will change up the way kids engage with this property as more of an experience, which is fantastic. Now let's talk about back again. Um, because I know that's also sweeping this nation. I'm sure it's all over the shop as well. Um, I mean, what makes that property so different? And, what, you know, obviously you've said that there's a, a huge digital approach to it as well. Uh, but what do you expect to kind of innovate on that front moving forward? You know, I think Bakugan for us has been uh, an amazingly successful property. It's been about the actual play pattern itself, right? And it's battling um, the battling action little figures. And the whole unveiling of the ball when it basically rolls and comes to life. And, and obviously what, what we've been able to do with it is now with content, extend that uh, promise into something that goes beyond that. And so right now we have, uh, you know, we have a number of um, people who are basically creating their own stories with Bakugan online. And so it, this is now basically going beyond what would be would have been a physical card and the toy game itself and that whole play pattern into now something larger than life with the character development and the story development that only a digital and an entertainment space can actually do for the brand. And so from what would have been a more niche opportunity for certain kids that love that play pattern to engage with the brand, it has now extended itself way beyond that. And we have now basically seen children of you know, any sex playing this. So it's completely inclusive. Uh, and, and so we are so delighted that it, ex it extended the franchise beyond its original niche group uh, and only basically done through this wonderful innovation through Roblox uh, and the content that the team created. So this has been a, a breakthrough for the brand and it's proven that it's basically delivering on the promise yet extending that with great storytelling and character development. See, it's always one of the greatest compliments in this industry when kids use your products to create their own content. Um, and it seems to me like there's a huge amount of evolution going on on your entertainment side. I mean, you even mentioned um, having your own Spin Master level um, access for this, for this type of content. So, I mean, how have you evolved your entertainment brands? to align with the extension and licensing programs and kind of keep kids engaged with your properties? Yeah, so, so basically, the, the remember, so our, our, um, our Spin Master Studio Creative Center is basically a studio that dates back to the days of Bakugan and Paw Patrol as, it's, as the two anchor uh, franchises that made up the studio. There's been significant you know, amount of content developed through that studio over the years. Uh, we just recently have now also dropped basically uh, Mighty Express, which is one of the newer content pieces we have. And our vision, Ben, is to actually create one or two properties a year uh, through this group. And so it's a wonderful group. Well, I don't know if we've hosted you or not. I should have asked you that before, but we would love to host you in the headquarter. And we have an entire floor for our creative studio. And, and basically their, their, their mission is to bring these magical stories and character development to life. And, and we, you know, we, we, are, we are developing a number of properties. I wish I can tell you, but I can't at this point. Uh, and it's not just in preschool. We have been known to be obviously mostly in preschool and we have a lot of properties in preschool in development still. 
but we're getting beyond that. And so back again gives us a, a view into what might be as well beyond preschool, but even beyond the back again uh, property itself, we have a couple of other shows that we're super excited about. And, and the way we're doing this is to think about our company as a way to basically bring this storytelling to life, not just through the series itself or to the content distribution, but through basically digital gaming uh, play, right? And even be a, before you get to a toy and physical toy experience. So content is the only way we can actually count on this, having any saliency in all these other places. And our team is focused on doing that. We've hired great, great um, writers and the team is busy producing a couple of properties a year and our, our slate's pretty full through 24. So we're super excited about it. Amazing. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to take you up on that uh, trip to the creative floor because that sounds like a dream come true for me. But I mean, it's not just content. Um, let's talk about the toy market. Uh, it's in flux following the pandemic, as we all know. Um, there's shipping issues, there's supply chain issues. Um, and Spin Master is obviously a, a massive part of the toy industry. I mean, what trends are you seeing from you know anything from what kids want to you know how you're making it happen and how you're overcoming the obstacles more importantly of kind of getting those toys in the right hands yeah so obviously uh, as you well state you know this is our roots innovation in in actually toys and and so right now with the supply chain uh going through ma major disruption in asia uh as an innovative company we are we're innovating in how we get the products to our different markets. And so what I, what I would tell you is this, what would have made it from Asia to Europe on a vessel may get there differently and won't be a plane. So you can imagine that, you know, we're using rail, we're using everything we can. What would have left a factory in Vietnam on a truck, right, may actually now leave on a barge because we are innovating how we get product out of the factories into places that can then bring them to America or to Europe. And so our teams are working 24-7 in just overcoming what are basically very hard obstacles that are driven by the pandemic itself. And obviously everything that you have read and is real. So this is something that we, uh, we do every day. We want to bring the magic of these toys to every household in this upcoming holiday. And there has not been a day in the last, I would tell you, month and a half where we are not finding new ways to get basically toys manufacturing in Asia over to our markets outside of Asia. So this is one thing. Second, um, we're super excited that obviously with pandemic getting better, and I know that there is obviously a lot of a lot in flux, physical retail has reopened, and that actually benefits a company like Spin Master because our innovation across so many categories, when basically families go to stores, is what attracts you know kids to basically um, vouch for, for these toys. And so we're seeing that the resurgence of retail and brick and mortar uh, doors opening is going to bode very well for us. Has already done that in Q2, to be perfectly honest. So we're seeing a re resurgence that we're excited about. And so we're bringing a lot of new innovation to, uh, to the market this coming fall. And it started shipping as we speak. Amazing. I mean, that's, that's no short feat. Um, now, obviously we've discussed uh, a super important period of time there, which is the holidays. I mean, talk to me about the remainder of 2021. Um, there's still a bit left, as we know, um, and I'm not going to jump into 2022 because I'm sure there's a lot you definitely can't tell me. But what about the remainder of this year? I mean, what's going on for you guys across 2021? 
Yeah, so the, the next three and a half months are critical for us. You know, our number one priority uh, remains basically to delight our customers and, and, and families through our retail partners and by making our basically new innovation available. That's, if I may just summarize it, the number one, number two, and number three priority. We have a lot of new categories we're basically bringing innovation to. And so we just have to make sure we get all that production into uh, into markets. And that's what we are squarely focused on. Um, you know, we have we have great, great, great innovation across a number of our own IP. Uh, but I have to tell you, we're all, we also have great innovation across some of our uh, licenses. And that's an area that we have been working really hard uh, to basically, you know, do a lot more with. And, and you would basically be well aware that we have done incredibly well with Monster Jam. We've done really well with DC and Batman. Um, Gabby's Dollhouse is one property uh, from Netflix that actually we brought toys to. They're now at Walmart and it's a top five selling item and doing incredibly well and rolling beyond that across other, other customers as well. Uh, you would know that we now are launching Harry Potter and Wizarding World in this coming season. Uh, we have Riot Games League of Legends, which actually gets us into the, into the kiddo market. And I have to tell you, I was in LA with the team um, in June and uh, looking at the product um, you know, up close and personal. And I cannot wait for people who are League of Legends fans to get their hands on these toys. They're absolutely amazing. These action figures are to die for. And so we're super excited a lot about a lot of the you know partnerships we have with our licensors, and uh, we're we're super super looking forward to the impact these licensees will have in markets. So uh, that's something else we bring, and obviously some of it has made it to us, and this this is getting set on on shelves, and some of it is on its way. Amazing. Well, I mean, I'm a huge esports fan, so. <laughs> Let me know when League of Legends lands and you've got your first customer. Um, but what I would also say is that there's a huge raft of licensing in there. I mean, you touched on DC, Batman, as we just you know noted, League of Legends. So, I mean, do you want to add anything uh, for our licensing audience about how you know, your licensing um, programs are getting a little bit different as we move forward? As you say, you're going into new markets. Um, just to close up, because I'm aware of time, what's new for the licensing licensing arm of Spinmaster? You know, I think we, we everyone knows how important innovation is for us. When we when we think about ourselves and we think about the quality of the product, the play experience, the attention to detail, and our prowess in design and delivery, uh, everyone associates that with our own IP. And I have to tell you that we have dedicated innovation teams for our licensor brands. And so, you know, when you think about the, the team that the League of Legends, this is a group of designers that you would have never seen so excited because guess what? For 20 years, they've been playing League of Legends. And when these, when these people were designing these action figures, the attention to detail is not any kind of attention to detail. It's the attention to detail of a fan. The quality of the production is second to none. And so we, Spin Master, are bringing what made us so successful in our own IP to these properties, and we're super excited. If I were to tell you that the rate of growth on our licensed on license brands is massive, 50% plus doubling, tripling since we got them to what we now have, those are the type of growth rates that we're experiencing. And obviously, our 
Licensor partners are delighted. We're delighted with them. And it's not just about the, the game, but it's integrating with the content and marketing this jointly and making sure we are uh, doing you know, what we can to basically pay tribute to these wonderful equities that these uh, franchises have earned over many, many years. Next year, 22, I can tell you, we have four movies in the DC Comics area that we're super excited about. We have Batman, Flash, Aquaman, Black Adam, and you can imagine we're gonna get behind this with tremendous energy and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. So excited about that. Not only am I massively excited for those movies, but that seems like something which will go on my mantelpiece. Uh, Max, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very aware of time, so I think that's all we've got time for, but I really appreciate you joining us and explaining everything about the journey of uh, Spin Master to your, your time with them. And thank you, uh, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Amazing. And for all of our listeners out there, please make sure that you leave a like or subscribe on whatever platform uh, you found us on or follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, or go to licenseglobal.com for the latest news. Max, thank you. Thank you.